Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of movies and TV and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's TV show, Babylon 5. So, what do you think? Is it worthwhile to explore space? Hells yeah. Yeah? We gain benefits back on Earth. Well, and eventually. And beyond. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Undirected scientific it, research and all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. eventually yeah. we're going to trash this planet. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> go somewhere. I used to think, no, no, we should save the Earth. I was like, it might be best that, so we better keep looking. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's all like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Hello, Mars. You look pretty now. We're like the termites of the world. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you think once a colony appears on Mars that it might, like, secede or we might, like, have, like, arguments and battles and yes. we might have oh, yeah. falling yep. out and sort of. Oh, yeah. Because if you think about it, yes. getting to Mars, it's like at best eight months one way, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you and figure- you have to wait for a certain time of the year for that to be the best time to yes. leave. Well, you I think s- it's like any colonization when, yeah. you know, the pilgrims left mm-hmm. England. takes yep. got a whole long time to cross that ocean. It's fast. You're probably going to die. Yep. You set up your colony, and after a while, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, come get me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I strongly recommend, recommend the Mars Trilogy by Kim Stanley Robinson, which oh, deals with all okay. that. It's about mm. the first hundred people who go to build a colony on Mars and everything that happens after that. And oh, cool. Yes, Earth and Mars don't always see eye to eye after that. And Oh. And discoveries on Mars impact Earth and... <laughs> Ooh, yeah. like the and face so, is actually really a face and not like a trick of light and shadow. Well, no. I don't think we're and, oh, on mineral sorry, rights no. and just, you <laughs> yep. know, stuff that keeps you functioning yeah. where there's money to be made. Yep. That's where your big conflicts are going to mm-hmm. arise from. Yeah. Especially given the great lag between here and Mars. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, one TV show that had a uh, subplot involving Mars and uh, rebels and like, you know, their dealings with Earth was Dr. The TV Quinn show. Medicine Woman. <laughs> Very uh, for John M.D., strangely <laughs> enough. <laughs> Jane Seymour at her finest. Uh, Tim, you're not allowed to vote this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was the TV show Babylon 5, which is the subject of uh, today's podcast. And I am Robert, independent filmmaker, gamer, and my shoes are too tight. <laughs> I hope you like joining me. Uh, As do I. Uh, um, joining me is Tim. Hello, Justin. Hello, and Carolyn. Hi. You moon-faced uh, assassin of joy. <laughs> you moon-faced assassin of joy. <laughs> I, I just like this week watched up to the episode we're going to watch. So you know every line from Malari is uh, Londo uh, <laughs> is in that accent, which I guess is like some combination. It's of Beta something. Z. It's Beta Z, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Except a little bit more British <laughs> and, and more fun that to mimic. I just realized yeah. just now. It's really fun to to do that. I, I understand why he yells a lot on the show because it <laughs> the sounds shoes are too tight. It yeah. sounds really good when he's yelling. Uh, you do um, a good impression too. <laughs> also, the hair. <laughs> The, the show, the pilot of the show, uh, which was called The Gathering, premiered on February 22nd, 1993. Mm-hmm. The two episodes, yes, two episodes that we will be watching is And the Sky Full of Stars and Babylon Squared. <laughs> 
And the sky full of stars is, I'll read the short recap, and if it doesn't make any sense, since you, if you haven't seen it, that's fine, whatever. Uh, Sinclair is kidnapped and interrogated by members of pro Earth uh, by members of a pro Earth group, determined to find out what transpired when the commander was briefly missing in action during the final battle of the Earth Minbari War. Okay, and Babylon Squared is about the space station Babylon Four returns as abruptly as it vanished, and is uh, and its reappearance. May bode ill for the future. Dun dun dun. So basically, that's why it's called Babylon Five is because the station Babylon Five is like the fifth station. Okay. The first three were sabotaged or exploded for mysterious reasons. Okay. The fourth one simply vanished. How do you get so people after after to, fun to, to, how, five, how do you, what, What's that interview like? So Babylon Five. Yes. my previous So Babylon Five was kind of like a joint operation between Earth and the Minbari, who is this race of people that they had kind of a misunderstanding with when they first met them. Sounds like it. Which started a war that almost ended the human race, okay. and Fun. for reasons which okay. hopefully this episode will will kind of clear up. Um, they stopped before destroying yeah. Earth and okay. stopped the war. Yeah, anyway. that's a tricky investment pitch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we know the previous four have exploded and vanished, but we'd like you to go to the edge of Earth controlled space. And we feel we've where made the appropriate security yes. upgrades. And build an enormous space station. Yes. <laughs> well, this one is apparently smaller than Babylon 4 because of budget cuts. Because oh, they didn't awesome. have enough money Even, after losing that whole station. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> yeah, still, how do you get maintenance workers? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just like, go to the edge of space and die. Here's your broom. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I'd, love, I'd like to talk about the series as a whole, but I think we'll save that for after the okay. episode. I kind of okay. want to just get right to it, and then, okay. we'll, and then we'll discuss more about, like, um, uh, the influences... For the creator and mm-hmm. the idea, but but basically, this is like one of the very first shows that was uh, no, was serialized. It was no longer like every single episode well, was its own standalone well, little thing. And it was every- serialized with a goal. I mean, we had soap yeah. operas. It had a myth arc. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. Okay. But th- this sure. was like one of the first sci-fi shows. I guess you could well, say that it was like episodic serialization. Yeah. Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not we're just making things happen continually every day. It's, it's not like yeah. Star Trek, where you know you put your wagon train in space, and every yes. day is a new adventure that yes. yeah, really exactly. ties together. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. so everything Fox like oh, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so there so, were those major plot arcs that, that yeah. the, the writer already had planned. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, he beginning. planned out the whole five seasons. Yeah, and mostly was able to finish it, but because of character, you know, actors having Coming to leave for various reasons. And, and other budget issues and stuff like that, which we'll get into afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but he made it. He did it. He did the five years, and uh, it, it came out pretty good. I thought. I remember it anyway. I mean, we might as well get into what we remember. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. I remember this coming out right when Babylon Five, or sorry, <laughs> Deep Space Nine came out. Uh, and there's some rumors about you know his his idea, which he pitched to Paramount, um, being stolen. Um, mm-hmm. And used to create Deep Space Nine, but uh, not entirely certain on that. But uh, that all get settled or what happened? Um, or ignored? I, I think I think it was just ignored. Yeah. It was so from what I read, it, it was it, it was just like no, we didn't. 
No, there's only a few similarities. Like, there's a space yeah. station, there's an arc to the story. <clears throat> Although I'd argue that Deep Space Nine remember. doesn't have as good a well-designed no. an arc as <laughs> Babylon 5. Certainly not thought through in the same way. Yeah. Um, and also the two people who actually worked on creating Deep Space Nine never saw the initial synopsis no. for Babylon 5. Okay, But it may have been like... They they saw oh the this is a sci fi show but it's not Star Trek uh, but then when the Star Trek people said we want to start another show they said ooh maybe it could be like this yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. that that could have happened but yeah. we're not entirely certain if it did yeah, or not. both series did start in the same year so yeah yeah oh. yeah that and was uh, right at the trailing end a little sooner I think yeah. But it was all at the very trailing end of the next generation too, I believe. Like yeah. I think they were on their yeah. last. They overlapped. Season. Yeah. Uh, DS Nine started, I think, a year before or okay. two years before. Like season six. Of- that makes sense because yeah. this is about yeah. season six for two. And there was crossover. So yeah, there were at least two, mm-hmm. I think, crossover episodes between them. Yeah. And then the same with Voyager and Deep Space Nine. There was like... Oh, that's right. At least there was but one for once, we're not talking about Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Star Trek podcast on the Star Trek Network with Star Trek. <laughs> no, today we're going to be hipster sci-fi nerds and yeah. talk about that, that wonderful, amazing sci-fi show that nobody's mm-hmm. ever heard of. Exactly. Yes. Uh, what do you remember of it, Justin? Uh, or- Babylon 5 was my favorite sci-fi episode of all time. Now, in my defense... Um, I was 13 when it came out okay (laughs) so my perspective has definitely changed over the years but yeah it was it was one of my favorite series it really drew me in um I found the whole concept of having the plot arcs that were really well integrated into each episode to be really uh satisfying um yeah and and despite its flaws it was I mean I own the box set I've you know, I found it's great stoner watching for, for those who are following along at home. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah. Actually, just recently I went back and kind of started watching it from the beginning. And oh. I often skip the first season just because, you know, there's, there's all, always so much awkwardness in the first season of Oh, yeah. Shows. yeah shaking yeah. everything out. Yeah. 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 But there's so much, like, setup. But there is so much setup that I completely did not realize existed. And, yeah. and going back, I realized how much foreshadowing there is. Oh, yeah. That I, that I had... N- of course, watching it or you know on broadcast, I had no idea about. It. Especially with science fiction, where up until this point, is my understanding, and I'm not a big fan of science fiction in general. There are specific shows I really like, but often it's because of just that there is no real coherent arc. It's just one. You know, you have your monster of the week, and then you have your alien of the week, and then you know, and then you have a fun episode. <laughs> 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 you know? But there's is- no real overarching thing that kind of ties it together and makes mm-hmm. it more you know worthwhile. While you're like, this is going somewhere. No, this is just going till the ratings drop. Yeah, and um, this will be your first time. Yeah, I mean, I I have seen like parts of episodes. I have ma- okay. maybe I've even seen a full episode, but <laughs> it, again, because there is a big story arc. It, the impact isn't as strong if you just catch something here, here and there. Yeah. So I have no idea what's going on. I don't remember the kid. I mean, my, <laughs> my Sandy, my roommate, loves it. So she's yeah. waiting at home and she's got it queued up on Netflix. So uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> waiting for me to get I, home. Uh, I, I picked these two episodes because one, they they answer a lot of questions. And they focus on, like, one specific thing instead of, like, all of the different ambassadors and all the different plot lines going on. It kind of is more focused on a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, it answers some questions that have been going on throughout the series. So, it's kind of like a they big episode. They actually start to do a little, a little plot arc striptease. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it's a great place So, it might, it might, for new, new viewers, it, these two episodes might help 
a little because they won't be too overwhelming mm-hmm. in uh like who's that guy why is his hair so tall I don't know. <laughs> why does he talk like you know I, I screwed it up oh no i don't have it I have to... <laughs> why, am I um, why is he yelling all the time <laughs> tim what uh... um i saw the pilot i remember that a friend of mine and i watched the pilot when it aired and mainly all i remember about that is that we had great joy mocking the fact that the docking bay for some reason had a disco floor <laughs> a big lights, big so squares of looking light. Looking forward to that. Now. But they did not keep that in the series. They oh, redesigned a little okay, between pilot yeah. and series. So. And this is all before the internet, so they didn't have a fandom going. Disco, right, right, right. <laughs> Just go yeah. docking bay. But but, yeah. it, but it kind of like was the beginnings. The whole like um, online. Uh, oh, a lot right. of online yeah. stuff started with this show. Yeah. Like with CompuServe and I guess. Yeah. or That uh, was way before I knew the internet. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I saw that and, and we did enjoy it kind of, but for, I didn't really pay attention to the series when it started. Uh, I remember when TNT acquired it and they, they were going to show this in order every night. Thought, okay, cool. I'll dive in. I'll catch up. And I watched the first episode, and that's as far as I got. And not because of dislike or anything, it, just the tough. commitment and pre DVR. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like, uh, like I cannot be night, here at 11 o'clock you can have every no night, life. and I cannot fill up more videotapes. And, you know, so yeah. that didn't happen either. So I've seen little bits of it then again. This week, you've been catching up because in prep for the podcast, I saw yeah. a couple of those. So. Leading up to the and, ones we're uh, watching, and so. I wonder if that, and with the streaming and all that, if that would make it easier. Well, I have a lot of thoughts through it. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about serialization in general to talk about afterward. Oh, okay, all right, mm-hmm. great. So that's all of us. I think we should just get right into it and uh, tackle these two episodes: the and the sky full of stars and Babylon Squared. I get that XKCD shirt that says stand back I'm about to do science except for the send back I'm about to act I'm about to do acting now um, if you're not careful a tinfoil covered box may be thrown at you perhaps a large light PVC tubing but now that clearly moving around while you're talking about how damn heavy world's largest shower shot <laughs> now, now that the character we're making fun of here, though, was almost played by Patrick McGowan. Was Wait, it? which which one? Oh, oh, the, acting not not the PVC acting pipe guy, loud guy, the acting loud guy. Um, something else. Yeah, yes. Which would be interesting because he does the, the prisoner, thing, but he does it much more fascinatingly. Yes, <laughs> this guy was just all about um, moving his lips. <laughs> <laughs> he had done lion face, lemon face, damn it, and he's going to show you how good he was. <laughs> I've almost done Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so let's get into Babylon 5 and the Sky Full of Stars, okay. the episode where we discover what happened to Sinclair at the Battle of the Line, which uh, has been kind of a mystery throughout this, the first uh season, starting with the pilot episode and that one Minbari saying there is a hole in your mind, mind. commander or something like that and he mm. had spikes Yes. <laughs> so my question about all that is why does uh, Sinclair have a nicotine patch on his hand? <laughs> Oh, the the com is that what that is? Okay, I assume. Everyone, everyone sure. has those okay, things. Okay, yeah, okay. they're the com okay. badges. Okay. And they, okay. Yeah. they 
attached to okay. the, the computer and okay. yeah, they track you and okay. all that. That was the only thing it's I wasn't like understanding. So. Yeah. It's supposed okay. to be some sort of magic dermal bonding, you know, yeah. ignoring the fact <laughs> that, that they, that really they have to really had to put it on there to get it, yeah. it onto the scene. <laughs> a double-sided that's tape. How they, that's how they tell it to lock, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that's the excuse anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I have to wonder how many takes were ruined by those things just falling off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to get to the... Whoops. <laughs> so I was concerned going into the whole dreamscape business because uh-huh. that's dangerous territory anyway. Yeah. And especially, you know, if it was going to turn into the, oh, this exists. Oh, I'm awake. Oh, I'm not. Oh, it's not real. Oh, it is. Oh. I was just going to throw things at the TV because yeah. I wasn't very patient that to begin with. And anyways, then we saw the Doctor Who Christmas special. It's just, oh, just stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes, no, they're not awake. Of course, they're not awake. <laughs> so it didn't turn into that. No, so it didn't. No, it started out kind of like that, just yeah. to kind of, I guess, tease us or yeah. tease yeah. him anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it didn't turn into a Star Trek uh, holodeck episode. Oh, God. No, no, yeah. that would have been That's even true. worse. Which I'm glad they did. That one play does out. not have a holodeck or anything like it, does it? Or no. A holo, or a holo bathroom. Um, or... and, and you may be interested. I, I did see a quote while doing my research from Straczynski, mm-hmm. the, the guy who created it. Where he said he would never do a oh and it was just a dream oh, episode. Okay. He says he hates that and that he okay. wouldn't he wouldn't Good. do that to the viewers Good on because him, it's a it's just dick, a waste it's of a it's a waste move. of an hour of storytelling. <laughs> yeah. yes. It's, it's like, a dick move. It never happened. Why are we here? <laughs> yes, that's why Year of Hell is one of my favorite and yet the worst episode. One of the worst episodes of uh, uh, Voyager. Voyager. Yeah. That's a two-parter, it, too. So It's so a two-parter. You're not just wasting one hour. And it's just <laughs> so great how bad things are getting and how much of a struggle it is for them. But then, reset button. Boop. Oh, Star Trek. <laughs> Which is not the same as it was all a dream, but it might as well be. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same effect, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's, people it, defend that by going, oh, well, but we were exploring the characters and what if? And it's like, yeah, yeah but, but if... If, if none of that affects them going on from that point, <laughs> there's been no development. Then it doesn't matter. Um, okay, well let's let's okay let's talk about about in general anyway. Let's talk about uh, the budget for this show. Yes. <laughs> uh, when I started rewatching this after I got a, a full HGTV, I had to spend like a good thirty minutes trying to adjust the brightness <laughs> and the contrast. Oh, yeah. like adjusting your expectations. Adjust, <laughs> because, yeah, I, I wanted it to get to the point where the where the, the background of the quarter wasn't obviously cardboard. Oh yeah, and, and that took some doing. So, mm. Surprisingly, that took. I some mean, doing. we say cardboard, but it, we're really like talking about like plywood and yeah, you know. But all uh, sets are plywood, but most of them don't look like it. Yeah, yeah, but these, I, I mean, I noticed that while watching some of the other episodes where in the background you could still see, like, the paint doesn't quite match where they're yeah. touching it up. Oh, yeah. And you could see like little outlines of yes. nails yes. and, like, where the wood kind of frays at the end of a board or something. Yeah. It's like that takes you out pretty quickly. Yeah, and that's not entirely budget. That's TV production at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It happens in next oh, gen no too. one will be ever able ever to tell. Able to tell yeah. because no Never, one will have ever, ever. high definition really yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Shooting us on film, but no one will ever do anything else with this film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If exactly. you're watching something in like what is what's original resolution, like four thirty? Six forty by four eighty was uh, the standard definition. So four eighty and it's like ten feet away from you on a nineteen inch screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the bro- the broadcast itself technically was a much lower resolution. Yeah, yeah. So, I was like, just saying you could have a huge white screen that took up your entire living room. So it's still kind of his budget because maybe some people cared and wanted to fix it but they couldn't cost justify that Mm -hmm. because they gotta keep shooting, keep shooting, keep shooting. Oh, just, yeah, 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 that two week turnaround. Yeah. 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 
But <laughs> but the failings of the set are not entirely budget. The it the design of the show is just awful. It is pretty awful. It's just let's just crap. You know, there's let's no just put stuff here. Let's put weird looking stuff everywhere. Yeah, and it doesn't go together. <laughs> and there's uh, no. And again, it's that it throws you out when you say, "Hey, I can buy that at Target." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's not bad, but it's not the future. To be fair, though, it's supposed to be a wide collection of things from various alien races. But, so but that, that clash isn't necessarily. But that doesn't explain <laughs> stupid doors that oh, are unnecessarily doors. complicated. Like well, even the shape of every doorway. Why do you? How is that effective in any way? I mean, oh, think about if point. you're bothering to get the science of a spinning space station right. Why do you say, but I'm sure that rectangular a, yeah. doors will quit making sense in the future. Yeah, and we I'll need have to a give coffin them shaped 12 one. sides you know, <laughs> and diagonal walls and just like yeah. things like that. Just why, 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 why? too much science fiction, you know. Yeah, it's, and the, you know, the unreadable yeah. thought of the station. It's like, this isn't going to help anyone. No one can read this, no matter what their language. It's like, <laughs> you know, just be weird doesn't make it future. I was having a lot of the same reactions, but then I also remembered when we first saw this being aired, of Mm -hmm. course, the only reference that people of my generation had for sci-fi was mostly Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to finally see something that was... Because also I realized that the the DVDs are much brighter than the original broadcast, where you you have to turn down the brightness substantially, Mm -hmm. and then you get this sort of grainy dirtiness. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like like, what Battlestar Galactica eventually actually did more successfully, with the just making it a lot more... Hmm. You know, their attempt to make it a lot more, more yeah, they were trying tangible. Not, they were trying not like, to do the perfectly clean, sterile environment yeah. of yeah. the next yeah. generation right. and mm-hmm. tried to do something much more hodgepodge, much right. more... But, but the station actually like had different... Like the, the sectors for the ambassadors were all pretty and the colorful and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the Zocalo, the, you know, the area mm-hmm. where everyone gathered. But then there's the down below and the lower decks... Yeah, where Stupid. the homeless people live and all that. <laughs> yeah, and those are just kind of gray and dark and uh, dingy you know, yeah. and stuff. So the station had different layers. And yeah, levels yeah. And I think that twinge of sort of like because it wasn't quite like a dystopian sci-fi thing. No, but they no. were sort of they were poking at it in a way that was refreshing after you know mm. six years of the next generation. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I just I wish there had been a little more quality together thought about it. I mean, it, it was, like, yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't we'll get this that room in. dingy in this way, and this room dingy in this other <laughs> way. And, and, yeah, it's part of it being in construction and part of it being a struggle to survive, and so you don't put all your resources into making things pretty, but at the same time, yeah. there shouldn't be steerage on a space station. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's there who shouldn't be there. Well, you know, I mean, is it is it a? Pl- I mean, I mean maybe because I haven't seen it. Eventually, it kind all, of just but... become because it's so large. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of just becomes like like moving to a planet. Yeah, in yeah. a way. Unfortunately, I, they, they don't clarify this until the second or third season when they change okay. the intro. But the space station's supposed to be five miles long. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to have a population of of a quarter million. Okay, so it's yeah. basically oh. it is meant for for and people are coming almost and going like colonization. And is yeah, it just yeah, a yeah, military? Yeah. It's supposed to be a small place or an city. embassy. Okay, yeah. all yeah. right, that makes yeah. more yeah. sense that there'd be. The only bit of design I thought worked was that that yes. room where they came in, where the evil people came in, <laughs> like they were you know, like. That was the TSA as well as uh-huh. the TSA yeah. room. It did look crappy and dingy like a bus station. Yeah. Yeah. You had bus station seats. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So I thought, I okay, like, okay. Yeah, that's All right. people it's, it for is dingy ships. for this reason. And it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that fits yeah. well. But then that's the only one. But, and mm-hmm. I was super distracted by mm-hmm. the cone on Sinclair's bedroom show. Oh, the yeah, white clothes. <laughs> What's up with the cone? I want to know more about the cone. Oh, the newspaper. Oh, the newspaper. The newspaper threw me because I was like, 
Oh, even that that even then. that matches the whole when we were talking about next gen and how yeah. why don't they have cameras on the way missions? <laughs> yeah. oh, that's like why yeah. is he reading a newspaper? We yes. know those are gone. Yeah. Like by then, it's yes. just like, all pads and stuff. You know, the thing has to have that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the thing about the newspaper is it oh, had a lot of clever yeah. humorous details that I wish would be entered into the show, or at least these episodes more. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot, a lot of the would... things that were there, though, are, are like, you know, serious things in the show, like no. the San Diego. I know, but and... but yeah, but that's like, I'm, even if they mean for it to be serious, it comes off as a running joke. No. Yeah, I think it was a joke because also you have to imagine on a again like a 19 inch CRT yeah. screen, 10 feet away Some from yeah, that, no, you, you couldn't read, read any of that yeah. on yeah. the original broadcast. Like yeah, because, that was but, just fodder for the writers. And, mm-hmm. in, in one of the early episodes in season one, they they were talking about sneak attacks or something, and um, Sinclair had to mention you know how you always mention three things in yes. science fiction. Yes, <laughs> and the third one is like something that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they only had one, which was Pearl Harbor, because this is pre nine eleven. So instead, they say the terrorist nuking of San Diego. <laughs> yep, <laughs> which will never happen because it sounds so stupid. stupid. Yeah. What's in San Diego? They, they really hate those yachts. <laughs> Comic Con will die. <laughs> um, but there was that in the newspaper, and then also the pros and cons of interspecies mating. Yes, was one of the articles. Yeah. <laughs> And, but it got to the point later in the episode. I wish we were seeing some of that interspecies mating right now. That'd be more interesting than, I'm watch- well, than what the, I'm watching. There, there is an episode later on that that sort of revisits that particular theme. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I think I've it. seen that episode. Hmm. But I, it's, it's I just remember there was some kind of romance episode. between. Yes. And I was just like, yeah. And some of the things that other shows, <laughs> other sci-fi shows, don't do very often is they they were they did try a little bit for some hard science in this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the spinning station was yeah. actually a thing, yep. you know. The yeah. Although they didn't have the other, they didn't have the other direction. No. Like there's supposed to be a counter to that spin. Mm-hmm. So well, that not it doesn't just... not in that station design. That looked really? very heavily influenced by like the Gerard O'Neill. Who oh, actually O'Neil? wanted to yes, get these stations going? And I, because I, I did my senior high school paper uh, on this. So. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, there, there weren't two directions of spinning. Oh, was, I, I read that, that there were. Maybe that's a different design. But. I thought it was something no, about was still the if, if there's an object mm-hmm. in orbit, the Coriolis force that ends up being exerted by the spin can actually be hmm. uh, uh, counterbalanced by the actual. Oh, maybe. Orbit. Or does it counterbalance its own orbit around the L five point? Maybe that's it. I don't know. But, something like yeah. that. Yeah, but. Uh, but that really and also the with. Star Furies, the little fighter <laughs> ships, are very, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know, like they have the thrusters on either end. Yeah. On all four, the all kind four of corners, yeah. Wing shape and mm-hmm. with the thrusters. And you see, when they animate the animation, you see the thrusters fire and the mm-hmm. ship will turn us yeah. that direction. Yes. And the thrusters only yes. fire when they're accelerating. Yes. yes. And they turn around, but they're still going the direction they were because they're in space. <laughs> and that happens in a battle early on in the fir- in the first season where he's like, "Oh, there's this guy behind me," and he whips the ship around and fires at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not; he doesn't suddenly slow down and head the other direction. Mm-hmm. He doesn't <laughs> have do, to. He doesn't do have to gen- bank to turn. <laughs> and do, do an yeah. interstate exit banking. Yes. <laughs> so I actually was looking up Straczynski while watching that episode because I wasn't really holding my attention. Oh, and B his background confirms the impression I get from much of what I've seen in Babylon 5 and definitely that episode especially was because it feels like a clunky bad black box local theater show when especially the dream part 
oh, being yeah. torturing you in your mm-hmm. mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just people acting at each other mm-hmm. and endlessly. And that's all that <laughs> happens. And just, so his background up to that point, he'd done some television, but been mainly been writing plays and doing radio plays. So I thought, oh, yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah. That's uh-huh. why he keeps picking the terrible guest actors who are... Over enunciating every day, or just now. To or be just fair, his first choice was Patrick McGowan, and he his schedule didn't work out. So. Well, so there was no <laughs> so, no, no number, other good actor. Number one down to number twenty. What? Yeah. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> and also, like the guy, the gambling guy. Oh, he the was a terrible actor. Guy. Yeah, he was yeah. bad. Yeah. But hey, let's let's remember but though that cute. we had uh, <laughs> Joaquin from Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Yes. Yes. Khan's secondhand what man. What to him? What? He wasn't a bad actor. The the Phoenix. <laughs> oh right, right. Okay, that yeah, guy. He was, yeah. he was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I was gonna say, I think you're right. I think it, it, that that's what also made it clear to me that it was. He was directing them to overact, overact and be a little bit... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Melodra- yeah. A lot melodramatic. Uh, yeah, a lot melodramatic and, and very sort of trite about <clears throat> about the, the conceit that was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just seemed like... Because like, I've seen those actors and other things, and even the over... What's his name? Whoever who played, you know, the very dramatic one. And he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's a perfectly good actor. Yeah. I thought, this is directing. This is a directing mm. fail. <laughs> there there wonder... does seem to be a trend of overacting in the casting, because mm-hmm. Claire is a chronic overactor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The commander who replaces him is a chronic overactor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it becomes a, a theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, and also, in this era, DS9, Cisco is an oh. overactor for yeah. the entire yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know. What's funny about Sinclair is he's an overactor, but meanwhile, his character... <laughs> underreacts to everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, space... No, the, the, the second episode, oh, space station reappeared? How about that? So are you, are you aware of the trivia about why that why that became a problem? Why what became a problem? His, his reactions and directing the actor? No. So uh, the actor who played Sinclair during mm-hmm. the first season, this came out, uh, the, the actor passed away. Yeah, oh, and after his death, out, it was yeah. revealed that he was... Uh, experiencing uh, acute multiple personality disorder while they were filming. It was actually probably more like acute schizophrenia, but something like that, like Mm -hmm. a a very severe mental disorder to the Mm -hmm. point that he was like having full on like hearing voices, hallucinations while they were filming. Mm. And that's one of the reasons they have the um, the uh, character change at the end of season one is because he had to go off and get his life together. Mm. And he does come back to kind of wrap up his own story mm-hmm. in I think season two or three I can't remember mm. I'm pretty sure it's two mm. yeah which, wow. which kind of connects to the episode we saw yeah um, so all of a sudden his like very jittery eye movements make more sense okay <laughs> and, and, and also uh, he uh, Str- he made Straczynski promise never to admit that that was the reason he had to leave until mm-hmm. he died yeah he said yeah. you could once I'm dead you could tell everyone and yeah. Uh, so uh, up until that point, it was always well. He wanted to go back to uh, theater or something like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And so he he couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. make it or something something like that. So mm-hmm. so he kept his promise. Yeah. That was nice. And I have to um, say, when he comes back, uh, I don't know if you remember that that episode clearly, mm-hmm. but when he comes back, like he still has the same style, but it seems much less forced and it's much smoother. Oh, mm-hmm. like yeah, he's still a bit of an overactor, but, but it's. But it's more consistent. <laughs> eyebrows are thicker. No. <laughs> really? I just noticed that. It's it like, yeah, thick eyebrows. Future eyebrows. Wow. Well, Garibaldi, the, the guy who played, you know, yeah. 
discount, Bruce Willis. Yes. yes. His eyebrows are so distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly manicured, but just not right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that uh, Babylon Squared episode as well. Why um, was it called that? Two Babylons. Two Babylons. Two Babylons. Squares. Time travel. That's addition. Yeah. I don't don't know. know. It's time travel, so it could be be something like squared impact. Oh, God. Time travel. Oh, God. (laughs) A show show with time travel that doesn't show any time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there were flashes. That was actually what I liked about it, though, is that it's that story arc that just sets the stage for things. And, like, yeah, something is happening. And, yes, it's time travel. But this is, like a really critical juncture in the plot. Okay. Like yeah. t- time travel is not something that just happens every couple of episodes. No. Mm-hmm. This is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that that happened in Next Gen a lot and, and stuff doesn't uh, happen a lot in Babylon well, 5. Well, I mean, yeah. Next Gen had that thing. It's like every other episode, the, the line would be, not where, when. And yeah. it's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody would have to complain about uh, not being able to understand yeah. temporal mechanics. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so I guess I shouldn't blame early 90s Babylon 5 for the fact that I'm completely, utterly, deeply sick of, oh, we'll go back in time and fix the thing that caused us to go back in time and fix the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that was always getting worn out anyway. And then oh, yeah. That current was Doctor Who ruined it forever. Uh, oh, yeah. And then... Yeah. Well, yeah, the current ten years they do that all the shit all the time, like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's like inconsistent yeah. time, and bleh. and then <laughs> we were trying to watch the Flash, and now it's going oh, into God. that territory. And no. The Flash is just like <laughs> we oh, like it more know. than any of the others. The, yeah, than Arrow, true. that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Because but, some people I know actually found the time travel. What was that? <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're having little flash thoughts while you were oh, talking my. about um, <laughs> just like just like that security officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when Sinclair fell over and his, his butt yeah. was sticking up, that was his cool. costume yeah. really hugged his curves. I was, I was good nice. with that. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's that's yeah, a nice shape. Like, yeah. All right. We got, I can forgive that angle. Proving that they did they did work out in the nineties. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. Lots of squats. Very nice thrusts. <laughs> but so my question was going to be, what did you guys think about them? You know, because they don't use time travel the way it's often been used in sci-fi, both mm-hmm. before and since. But they do sort of use it as um, a bit of a, an excuse to be able to show or at least sort of uh, um, foreshadow, imply or foreshadow the consequences of their actions. Yeah. And of course, at this point in the series, nobody is aware that it's you know a series of story arcs. Yeah. So maybe the audience was a little bit less sensitive to that. Hmm. But you know, we since we've been talking about it extensively, mm-hmm. is that a cheap trick? I don't think so. Um, I'm more. It might be a cheap trick now. Yes, but then yeah. I, right. I don't think we'd really yeah. seen that unless it was really anvilicious. We're like, this is foreshadowing, boom, yeah. which so many shows suffer from, but this doesn't really, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is actually yeah. pretty impressive. I mean, I'm not completely sold on it, but I have enough yeah. friends who really like this show that I'm like, okay, I'm going to start from the I'm going to go home. And watch it but i think you you are i think so oh cool um but but what struck me is that it's you know it's awkward and the dialogue is eh, and the acting is overly done oh i did want to talk about but 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 it's not anvilicious so okay for that i you know can forgive i i I wanted to talk about 
the the character moments, the little bits where people oh. are just kind of chatting with each other, and it has the ninety We're going to have exposition but, now. Yes. No, 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 it has. Oh no, 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 it's like, not, like character the, development through the, the joke, the joke, oh, yes, uh, yes. the joke on Ivanova, where they make her stupid. kind of doze off and think oh, that yeah. she's Mister. Even Shift though and, that was cheesy, I w- I welcomed welcomed that. Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. one of the few lighthearted moments I've seen in what yeah. Babylon Five I've seen, mm-hmm. and even though it was kind of. Stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Or the fasten right. zip, or zip then fasten. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, I like that though. That was kind of like pretty male centric, but yeah. yeah. Well, but there well, was two I mean, guys in a ship together yeah. all alone. I, I what are they going to talk? An, about? I think it's an early <laughs> attempt, and to 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 build some realistic dialogue. Unfortunately, is neither of those things. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's you know I can see what they're trying to do, and I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. It's just not going to be people holding little, their little pads and going around and being sciency and working and explaining all the time. their life philosophies at each other yeah. Yeah. you know it's not, you know, which, not the best writing but it's oh, yeah. you know it's an effort to, an to effort, diversify the yeah, character in our to recognize yes, that yeah. there's we should actually care about these people and, in some yes. way yeah. so in both episodes at the end we had the let's explain what's happened in the episode, right? Yeah. And we, we all kind of oh, cringed like at that. One. Yeah. There was the yeah. him recording his captain's log. Oh, my Aww. God, yes. Which would have been so much more effective if they just focused on his face. Yes. Adam, you know, yeah. just, yeah, yeah. you know, looking But yeah. what was the one in the second episode? I think they were just, like, talking about... I can't remember. It's I weird. Ivanova was saying about how if it happens again, she wants to be the one to yeah. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which then, and, if you recall, she is. Mm. And also, there's no discussion, of, you know, about that. Oh, it's really, really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, people almost die. Thank you for taking it so lightheartedly. Yeah. I, I have to wonder the consequences when, are a little bit. Yeah. The actor who played Sinclair, I would have to wonder when he told Straczynski that he needed to leave the show. Mm-hmm. Was it at the end of the season? Or was it? I know it was what? mid-season, but I, I really suspect mid-season? that it was like half or in the later half of the season because because they, they did like have this have episode enough. in particular. There's a lot that happens that yeah. if he knew he we had to leave, he would have changed. Oh, you know, like yeah. having him show up in the spacesuit at the end saying, "Oh, I oh, tried yeah. to make them," yeah. Yeah. which kind of forces you to bring it back which, later. Yeah. Which which episode was this? What number? Oh, yeah. that's a good question. It's on disc five of. I think there's six discs in every season. So it's close to the end. It's close to the end, yeah. 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 Six or seven discs. Or maybe that was just a way of saying... I mean, that's also... You you could easily go with, all right, well, he might come back. So we'll just give it Mm. the possibility for him to come back. Yeah. But you can still write him out. Yeah. Because there's nothing in there that dictates that he has to come back. Yeah. But nothing... I remember nothing in the last episode really indicates that he's going. Hmm. Like he's just no. gone the next season. Yeah. We have and we have Scarecrow. Hmm. Or <laughs> well, or or perhaps it was just you know it was just to it would it to to explain him leaving would disrupt the plot or disrupt the myth arc. So better to yeah, have yeah. him go and kind of explain it out over the summer. Over the summer. Well, well, they tell us yeah. where he went. Uh-huh. Well, especially because at the end they of the season they don't say he died or anything. They, yeah. he's just yeah he's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So but at, but at the end of the season is a really important myth arc episode. Also, yeah, so they, I can remember. understand why I they couldn't can't be. Remember. Yeah, but I don't want to play that. Do you want me to tell you? No, don't tell me. No, 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 no. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish. I'm actually. I'm gonna finish watching this season. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get get to it. It's I the, mean, I know it's that like Delenn story. Yeah, I remember the Delenn part and her thing. Don't tell me. <laughs> but uh, I don't remember what else was happening <laughs> yeah. around them. Oh, someone. 
Yeah, I'll okay, I, rem- I remember now. I remember now. <laughs> but yes, I remember now. But I am also recalling that the sort of the end of episode exposition is a trend, is a is a is part of their pattern, is part oh. of their recipe. Yeah, Maybe. it's unfortunate yeah. part of their recipe. Season two and three, particularly when there's like a really important episode, it's other characters who do it, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a, and like. So I think one of the reasons that there's underacting for some of these sorts mm-hmm. of events is because in the in the arcs of Babylon Five, this plot actually wasn't that threatening. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that dangerous of a situation compared to things that are coming. I just yeah. and my when, issue and with when you that, get to that, all of a sudden it kind of puts it in perspective. I guess my my issue and and, it, and they're hardly the only show that does this that over you know this over exposition, but it's like it just mm-hmm. doesn't allow you. To, I mean, it just doesn't respect the intelligence of your audience. It just mm-hmm. says, okay, well, this is what happened. And now we're going to tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I just watched the episode. <laughs> I know what happened. Stop telling me your interpretation. Not, it's not even an interpretation of yeah. it. It's, it's just like, here's what happened. And I was like, yeah, we were there. We saw you. We saw you react. We saw the, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah so, and yeah. sometimes I have to give the creators some leeway because it could be network notes that cause things like that. Mm. Yeah. Except sometimes. No, Except there's, sometimes. there's no network. Yeah, there, yeah well, there's Warner Brothers. Syndicated. Oh, okay. So studio Brothers. notes. That's okay. what I'm studio talking about. Notes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's true. Well, okay. Yeah, that's well, that I, I recognize that. Oh, oh, there's a really good one for... Mm-hmm. That could make, yeah. make it even more pushed on. Them. There was no. a big one in mm-hmm. season two, and I love the way he handled it. I don't want to spoil anything, but he's life. he's kind of like, oh, for season two, you, you got to get someone young in there. Maybe maybe he's oh, a fighter pilot. Oh. Yeah, and he's and he's a hot shot who oh. who doesn't follow the rules. Does he die? Who's also pretty hot? No. I'm not going to ruin it, but the way he okay, deals but I do with hope that he character, ends up in prison. no, the way he deals with that character though is Sex. awesome. It I is. love it. He kind of he kind of okay. allows him to be a big part of the story, and then yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and it's also possible that a lot of this was because of the whole transition from like a purely episodic format to yeah. this overarching n- numerous plot arcs. Where in some cases, because I, I until I again until I rewatched it, I never you know I, certainly when we were I was watching season one, I had no idea that this was that these were plot arcs. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought this was sort of maybe a little bit sort of. Um, uh, you're just your like the annual kind of general. Oh, and all this will be wrapped up by the end of the season. Yeah, and like it'll be wrapped up by the end of the season. Maybe it'll sort of be revisited a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you know, things in Star Trek do come back every once in a while. Mostly just random ideas he thought were good. But yeah, well, there's something in in the very first episode after the pilot in season mm-hmm. one that Londo mentions that doesn't happen until the last episode. Or the la- the very end of like the show. Season three. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. that happens to him. But then there's also numerous things that happen in season one that don't you know fulfill themselves until season three. Yeah, mm-hmm. season four. And then the so you have to remember stuff for a long every, time. <laughs> every like, season's Anna open and changes her fear and it's of rabbits uh, on Buffy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Buddies. Buddies. <laughs> Okay, so that's a, that's a great metaphor. Now, whenever something innocuous but actually important happens, I'm just going to point and go, "Bunny, bunny." <laughs> <laughs> there, there was something that uh, we were angry about, and that was the whole idea that humankind is special because, of because our they're passion. angry. Hey, it is at least a novel expression of jingoism. <laughs> 
except explain. except it's in every star or every science fiction thing. It's like uh, humans are special, and everyone's going to appreciate our specialness. Yeah. And it's like you know we're not five. We're not special snowflakes. We are animals, <laughs> and we, we, we respond and, and to we threats. No, and, no, it's humans and aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yes, as, as the other tells us every week. Yes. And we don't even yes. have pointed ears or ridges on our face or no, anything no, else. No. I mean, we're we're so plain. And all aliens look so much like us. Only we have this one big ears ridge on our face. Giant ridge. Some of right us here. have brow ridges. <laughs> but it's like it's like yeah. What what? How what? is this how? an advantage? How is how is our how are our suicidal tendencies an advantage for yeah, us as how, a species? Violence isn't really our you know our best yeah. uh, thing. Fully capable of it in any given circumstance. And I wonder if because like you know Star Trek did that all the damn time. Original, oh, especially. Yeah, but we, it fit because it was such a little romp, you know? Uh-huh. And now we're being serious <laughs> about mankind like, in the future, like, and then we're saying this bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's, it's, not, not, it's not our it doesn't, I don't. Now I'm questioning what you're saying. It's like, wait a, <laughs> wait a minute. minute. But we're not like, saying it, though. An alien is saying it about us. And it's like, well... Yeah, but she, a more advanced alien. She's yeah. alien. No, they are not more advanced. How can you call them advanced when they can't even light themselves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, have, they must have had a button, right? No, they can pull the lights with their mind. Oh, okay, Very poor lighting. That's why they're so loud because they're mind controlled. <laughs> <by> the lights. <laughs> let's, let's light ourselves directly from over ten, yeah. so all you can see is the shelf the on top of our head yeah. and the wrinkles under our eyes. <laughs> that's because that's, that's they can't pay, they can't pay enough for for that many speaking extras, <laughs> <laughs> or even face showing extras. It's a new level Probably. down. It's not even you know non speaking extra. Yes. You're a non face showing extra. Yes, if we could just replace you with a mannequin, we would. But you have to move, and we can't afford that kind of electronics. Oh. So. During great council meetings, you may only remove your hood if you get to say something (laughs) (laughs) and only three of you will get to do that now i don't recall clearly but does that theme of the human race special continue please tell me now well because in because in the third season it becomes all about sheridan and sheridan special no but But it becomes about him as a character and i don't remember it also kind of means that like i think it does kind of mean that like earth becomes like the center of like they're they're responsible for great peace in the world or something by the oh, end that's or true. something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it is our humanity that helps the vicious aliens. Oh no, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the savage aliens oh, from, yes. <laughs> here on Xenophobia. Yes. <laughs> um, that's true, because every time an alien comes onto the station, they're causing trouble, or they're murdering <laughs> someone, also, or there's disease. Yeah, yeah. Or... I just referring now, to okay, the aliens though, on this. Like, the, how without... alien can they be? We're all in space. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are on our home planet. You know? the, there is the whole like arc of Earth becoming kind of evil and Nazi-ish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Through, uh, up until season four, four I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. I remember that in one episode. Where I was like, there, oh, In season the... one, um, what's his name from General Hospital? Hospital shows up. You John saw that, oh, that one, yes. No, uh, <laughs> no, Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh my god. He shows up and he's like Ivanova's old flame, and they get together. Oh, but yeah. then he's like, "Oh, these damn aliens! I hate them." And yes. Sinclair plays along to try to, you know, find out where yeah. all the uh, all the guys are hiding. <laughs> I think Any I saw that episode. Dead alien. Yeah, I agree. 
Well, that was so. So answer. actually, so I'm okay with that if that's the point. If that's what they're highlighting. Yeah, <laughs> okay. As, yeah. As a, if on the one hand they're saying, "Oh, special human race, aren't they pretty?" Mm-hmm. And the, then meanwhile the so storyline is saying, meanwhile the storyline is saying, "No, we kind of suck, and we never learn or accept." And you know, yeah, so then that's we, a good we thing. make progress, but we don't progress that much. Yeah. <laughs> we just reframe, we reframe. our objections. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Are we? We Although, used to hate the Spanish. Now we hate them in bars. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, on Earth we're united now, but we're united yeah. against you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing us together. together. That does make me think of another episode, which I think might be the season closer when they have like this. This it's a minor plot point, so I hope okay. I'm not ruining this for anyone. But okay. they they have this conference of religions where each species shows off their dominant religious practices. Oh, oh that's no. early in the in season one. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it it's, really? Um, and then of course, like every. It, it, <sighs> I, I still find the end of that episode to be both preachy and slightly moving okay. for completely selfish. Okay. I mean, I, from a completely selfish perspective, because like, of course, all the alien cultures have like one dominant religious yeah, practice. Yeah, and they yeah. one yes. thing. Sure. And then, of course, we can't we can't showcase Just the one, one dominant religion and the 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 variety of of earth cultures Mm -hmm. which of course is a level of diversity that no other alien culture has right how could could they possibly (laughs) yeah it was still because we're special but it was still a nice little you can't even agree on a religion yeah (laughs) but in the early 90s it was sort of a nice throwback to be like oh yes we're going to acknowledge the fact that there's more than christianity Mm -hmm. yeah even if it's completely unrealistic and you know and i know he's doing it alphabetically but the very first person he introduces is the atheist yeah (laughs) which is not a religion well (laughs) Yeah, it yes, it is. Yeah, it is. No. I've been around enough other. I am an atheist. Paul, Paul, it's not Paul a religion. Tillich, Paul Tolchow is a Christian theologian. Would yes. disagree with you. No. I what know, do I believe in? I've encountered too many. What is my belief system? Who have turned atheism you believe into in religion? <laughs> I, no, I I just don't believe. Period. It all depends. I mean, it all depends how you define. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe I n- and no higher spiritual yes. or actually spiritual. But, I mean, but to me, it's it's. And not, I don't feel like anyone is. I, I don't feel like I have to preach it or anything. See, that's, yeah. And that's the difference. Because yeah, I'm an yeah, atheist. Yes. What's the point? <laughs> Either you believe or you don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the joke that's going around. That's great. That you know. Um, an atheist, a vegan, and a CrossFitter walk into the bar. A bar. I know because they told me within two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 true. I mean, true. I, I feel like a lot of the, well, it's a little off topic here, but with atheism, a lot of people who are violently, not violently, but vehemently yeah. atheist, yes. is because they've been really disappointed by religion oh, or sure God. Though. And, and yeah, there's yeah. a lot, you know, and they want to believe, but they don't. And so, <laughs> there goes I don't one know. Now. That's you know my dime um, dime store philosophy there. But I kind of think we need a robot on the show that just sits there and every now and then goes off topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to just to keep us in line because I feel like we've gone a little bit. I thought off. you meant on Babylon Five. No, no, no. On on like this on this okay. podcast, like okay. they can add the we, I, I suspect there will be a lot of editing for this one. Maybe we'll see. Okay. It depends on how long it goes. Can be but. good. I want to talk about tangents it. are what make humans special. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It'd be funny if it. she said that. Plus, the way they go off on <laughs> tangents. It's so Am cute. I well, right? If you want to, you know, <laughs> masturbate philosophy for a little bit, clear the head. Mm-hmm. Yes, and also that's what the characters on the show do. Uh, yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. if they have a thought about life, they're going to tell you what it is. Yes. <laughs> and there's so much moral ambiguity. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you couldn't tell, that was sarcastic. I was going to say, is there? I didn't notice it. But I've let's, only seen two episodes of that. Let's talk about influences for the show. Oh, okay. I want to talk about what, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest one, I believe, is Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Make your case. It, it shows in the open. The third age of mankind is. Do you think that could be So, did they ever say what the first and second ages were? I don't know. I don't I'm think curious. so. Well, the like the, age was the first age, like, you know, like when we rose from, from and apes, and the second age is when yeah. we got Fitbits. Yes, okay. yes, Fitbits. Yeah. <laughs> Fitbits. <laughs> Uh, I think we're inventing canon here now. This but, yes. slightly <laughs> that's canon, but, but that's anyway. not the only nope. reference. Nope, there's nope, nope. more late, and I don't want to spoil it. But late, later on in the series, we discover there's a planet called Zahadum. Dun, yes, dun, dun. that sounds where, like someone just read the Lord of the Rings and just you know where, wrote <laughs> where the the commander is told if you go there, you'll die. No one Sound familiar? <laughs> one doesn't simply walk into Mordor. Yes. <laughs> I don't believe anyone on Babylon 5 said, and it is the seat of evil. Yeah. I mean, come on, the antagonist is called the Shadows. Well, now, the Shadows. Uh, there are the Rangers. The Great the Rangers, Council. Yes. Great Council. Or, were they the great, great or gray? The, which are basically elves. They were gray, which is even yeah, better. Yeah. I thought it was, but okay. yes. Yeah. So They're basically not elves. Gray, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are well, the, the Rangers, Council, which the Rangers are, the is a, oh, right, a yeah. secret group of people who try to protect everyone from the coming war and like mm-hmm. uh, against the shadows and, and well, all that stuff. Well, do you stuff. think it's an homage or do you think, I mean, I'll have this well, sometimes. I, mean, I think it's just coincidental. They're very no, influenced anyway. Yeah. No, I, I think he's into it. Yeah, he's okay. it. It's yes. definitely not co- coincidental. Because that's when it comes to me like, well, then it becomes plagiarism. But no, <laughs> no, 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 not no, really. No, okay. It's I, that's odd, harsh. I and, yeah. and did I hear a name that sounded like Balin go by at the end? Like when Yes, yes, Balin is their main religious dude. Not a dwarf at all. <laughs> and, and and finding out his or, origin story is quite fascinating. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. which I will not spoil. Okay. Um, but also because we know that Rangers. Tolkien was also heavily influenced by oh Norse mythology, oh, yeah. Christian creation stories. Yeah. So yes. and and Norse mythology and Norse I mythology. Mean, so that theme like, kind of comes through too. The name of the spinoff where that was supposed to be about the Rangers. Oh yeah, would call was oh. called the Legend of the Rangers. Ah. And the movie, the, and the movie that introduced it was. Although then there was that after show crusade. Yes, that oh, went on for that. just one season, though. I am surprised and, uh, coming back to this how many religious metaphors there are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, another influence was the story of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, obviously the, <laughs> the title and all. <laughs> but the Lord, Lord of the Rings one, yeah, went on for quite a while. Um, and you'll see, you'll see the well, it's you'll a pretty see it classic, when you get you know further into the series. You'll see epic it. journey story. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to bear a resemblance to every epic yeah. journey yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, but. so I feel like we definitely need to do another series of these with a couple of different episodes. Because the one mm. thing that I, I remembered watching these was that when I first watched these both these episodes. I realized that they were disclosing important plot points about the story arc, uh-huh. but neither one of these episodes struck me at the time or even now as particularly central. Hmm. And I realize why it is. Why? Because the main characters of the series don't appear in either of them. In either of these episodes. Who are the main? Oh. Oh. Who are the main characters? That is a good question to discuss. I see. Mm. When one has more information. JMS has, has said publicly who he intended the main characters to be. 
Scruffy the Janitor. Scruffy the Janitor. Since you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> but the humans, but it's interesting because even though, you know, we're reading a sort of a lot of human-centric, jingoistic, mm-hmm. sort of self-aggrandizing stuff into this, mm-hmm. he actually doesn't even intend the main storyline to be about the humans. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Even though they feature prominently in that, in like as you said, that epicness, yeah. like the epic, the epic yeah. narrative, the, the epic, epic story narrative. they're telling is is about the humans, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the, the perspective from which he was writing the show. Hmm. Well, that's another actually another kind of another Lord of the Rings parallel, where maybe it's it's m- more the influence of Lord of the Rings than simply a limits of storytelling and script writing and that yeah i mean the the overarching arcs to me are kind of intriguing and interesting but i wish there were some like character interaction supporting <laughs> them to keep the episode interesting yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, and that works i mean if you're not going to have mm-hmm. that then you might as well write you know make a movie <laughs> where mm-hmm. you're only you're selling your story in two hours, and yeah, so your yeah. your you know interaction, your banter is going to be limited, and it's going to be part of pushing the scene forward. Yeah. And here you can have a lot of arias and recitatives, which doesn't yeah. always serve for the the you know well yeah. the storytelling, but yeah. you know can give you a little. Um, yeah, one thing I remember as being nice, and I'll it'll be interesting to see on rewatching if it still holds up is later in the series. Jakar becomes kind of the closing element of a lot of episodes. Oh. He he like narrates. Jakar, yeah. Wait, remind me who yeah. he is because we I, didn't see him. We didn't okay. see him. All yeah, right. no. Okay, I, I, I kind of on retrospect, I kind of am disappointed. Not disappointed, but like I wish I picked a different second episode that may have had like some of the other aliens. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because like, I just realized kind of this is all him. very human centric. Mm-hmm. We get a little bit of um, Delenn. And finally seeing her with the Great Council, so now we know, oops, she's Great Council, or maybe not anymore, who knows. Yeah. Um, and, well, maybe we should do another is. Babylon 5 podcast, and we'll maybe. pick two different yeah. episodes that focus on the aliens. And I'll, you know, hmm. I'll make an effort to get through the first season, at least. <laughs> <laughs> it is an effort. So. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I guess yes. it is a little effort, but you know, I'm, uh, I'm okay with things that are that. not, you know, th- I mean, I've been watching Supernatural all ten seasons. Oh, wow. my God. This wow. is not a good show, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> so I'm okay. You know, the quality is not yeah. all there, so long as you know, there's a hook. <laughs> Every now and then we watch an episode, uh, an episode of Supernatural, especially if it's directed or uh, written by um, who is it? Um, I Ed, uh, ben uh, Edlund. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. now he's moved to Gotham and lost his sense of humor. So, oh, no. Yeah, well, oh, no. Like, yeah. That's because there is no humor in Gotham. Precisely. Yeah. Everyone's very. <laughs> Very serious. serious. That's because they have Seattle. Winter, Except so I, I like understand. the penguin. That's all Ben and Lynn's mm. penguins. So, so let's move into the off topic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Off topic. <laughs> Thank you, off topic robot. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you have 20 seconds to get back on topic. Exterminate. Exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's so, let's move into the voting phase. <laughs> well, unless there are any other, are there more notes? Well, I, another thing, yeah, you know, I keep watching this, trying to determine how much limited budget limited the impact of things. Uh-huh. And one, I cannot write off to budget that just comes off as poor storytelling. In the second episode, we learn that the guy who saw Babylon Four got hit by the wave of time or whatever the fuck it was. Died of old age. Yeah. Would have been an awesome thing to show us rather than tell, <laughs> tell us. us. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you can't tell me that putting one guy in old age makeup would have been that costly when they're doing Especially, 8 million clamshells on Minbari heads. And, and they have that know. one guy with the, you know, Wolverine hair and the, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah that's just, true. It's a little Elmer's glue and powder, people. <laughs> 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 But, um, <laughs> you you can tell that JMS, despite the fact that he had a lot of really interesting ideas to sort of challenge sci-fi as a genre, a did, did not really... Well, he, he definitely had not, at this point, really sort of got his head around how you do an ensemble cast. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he was still a little bit struggling with, with how you balance that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... But still, like, one of the last things, like, the last Babylon 5 thing they made that I know of was that... Oh. What was it called? Outtake. It wasn't called Outtakes. It, but no, it was... Lost Tales. Uh, Lost or something Tales. Oh, yeah. That came out with DVD. It was, like, just three stories. Except it wasn't three stories. It was three settings of two actors talking at each other mm-hmm. for 20 minutes each. It was really bad. Really Not bad. just, like, like, the obvious low budget of we don't have any room to build more than a hallway. Yeah. And like a, a place to sit. It was like seriously, you, all that you happened can, was you two can still write well. I mean, you're not waiting for yeah, Godot yeah. with only two actors and a bench. True. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the trailer for this special release had like this great battle scene in it, mm. and it turned out that was just like a a thought a that that the commander has. Like, what if I don't do this thing? Will this happen? And he had like ten second dream of this no. great battle. And the animation in that looked really good. I mean, you know, it was it was only like five or six years ago, so it was pretty. Uh, it was anyway. like the Rock Hercules movie, where the entire trailer is made up of a fantasy sequence from the first five minutes of the movie. Wait, what was what, this? what's it? The, that last Hercules movie, the one with the rock in it that came out this oh. fall. Oh, okay. I yeah, yeah. I it's like it right shows right. you know him fighting beasts and everything, and it turns out in the movie. Oh, spoiler! Oh, I don't care. Um, oh, that it's all okay. a what if sequence that mm. is just missed within five minutes of the movie starting. Mm. Wow! <laughs> like, yeah, one of my favorite things where they show you stuff they take out. And then it's you to go and like, yeah. where's that scene that was in the thing? That looked interesting. <laughs> or they use this a different take or something like yeah. that. No, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that thing. Yeah, it was just every every of the three stories was just two actors propounding at each other. Oh, that's <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, I don't know if he's learning more about storytelling. No. Yeah. Again, clearly there was no budget for that, but. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's move on. But then. Legends of the Rangers looked like it could have been fun. It could have, yeah, you know what, that could have been fun, but it didn't, yes. I guess it just didn't get it picked had, up or something. And it had cute guys and cool jackets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which clearly you remember. <laughs> because sometimes that's enough. Yes. <laughs> Two cute guys know. in a muscle car. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't get me through Enterprise, so. Oh. <laughs> they had really, really nice cool jackets in the pilot episode of Enterprise, and no, mm. it was no. still terrible. Off topic. <laughs> Off topic. <laughs> you have ten seconds. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get in. I don't want to have to edit this too much, so let's get into the voting. <laughs> so, so I think the 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 old V Gold determination will be: Would you, in my case, rewatch, or in Carolyn's case, watch this series now that you've had a taste? And so. Um, I'm just going to start and say, you know, yeah, I'm going to finish watching this. I'm going to, with or without you, <laughs> we'll, we'll see in a moment. He's way, um, way. Adjust the picture settings like I recommended. Okay, all right. No. 
Uh, I, no, I won't. <laughs> just don't have that kind of time. Because I'm a lazy man. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, even even setting aside kind of the, you know, the dorky dialogue, which I even at the time I originally saw this, I knew was pretty corny. Um, there, there's too much great story in this. There's like foreshadowing and I, I really enjoy how the plot progresses from episode to episode and characters change and learn and grow, you know, which is something we didn't see back then. I, 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 I've never rewatched it. So I want to, I mean, all the way through, I started before and and stopped for some reason. Um, I want to rewatch it all the way through to the end, even maybe the the film. So I'm going to give it a gold purely on that. Uh, Okay. So who's next? Why don't we go to the person who hasn't seen it? Yes. You know, I'm, I've, (laughs) I, I hesitate to call it gold because I really haven't seen enough of it to say how oh, this yes. is quality. Uh, <laughs> but I will give it the, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a season for sure. Um, and by then, I'll, I sh- if I'm not hooked, th- I mean, I see there's enough potential in there for me to be interested. So I'm going to go home and try not to ruin Sandy's watching. <laughs> and <laughs> Although I would suggest watching at least se- through season two because okay. so much changes between one and two. Okay. Especially like, the commander of the well, station as, changes. Sandy it, 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 it says, like, the first hour, the first season and a half are some of the best storytelling she's ever seen on TV. And oh, I'm right. like, huh. okay, all right. I'll that, keep that in mind. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's good opinion. writing, but yes. <laughs> but storytelling <laughs> anyway, and writing are two different yes, things. Please continue. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll see how I feel up to that point right now. I mean, I'm pretty open to it. I, and like I said, I've watched ten seasons of Supernatural. I can, nah. I can, you know, I <laughs> can, I can forgive mistakes. So, um, yeah, I'm willing to give it a shot. So I guess that's you know, gold okay. finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> little, I understand. It's it's gold, kind of a, you know. a a fuzzy line gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you encounter trouble, I do recommend that you just jump straight to season two, and then mm-hmm. after, if that yeah. hooks you, then go back I mean, and watch. Season I sat one through the first season of Torchwood. I mean, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, yeah. but he's so pretty. He is pretty. Uh, oh is my pretty. goodness, they had a pretty cast. Yes, and yeah. second season two was awesome. Season two was great. I yeah. love season two until the end. Then oh. They oh, just oh no, the end. It, it was season oh, three that I off topic. topic. Uh, yes. <laughs> Children of Earth blue. Yes. Um, terrible. Um, the things that are painful are more painful now. <laughs> by far. <laughs> um, uh, the the corny dialogue strikes me as worse than it used to. The exposi- the, the unnecessary exposition is more annoying than it used to be. Oh, yeah. Um, I do see s- some of the acting is just flat out bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, some yeah. of it is clearly just them struggling to to understand this world and their character yeah. and, mm-hmm. and to integrate the direction. But, but some of it is just <laughs> flat out bad. I, I question whether they even auditioned guest actors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Generally, I don't think they really do. Really? I think oh, they boy. just get them by, by reputation. <laughs> no, and you should actually, you can see if you watch the first three seasons, there's one guy, one actor who plays... I think four different guest roles. Yeah. Oh, that's common. Though. So yeah. that's fine. Yeah. He's actually a good actor. Yeah. Though. Okay. That's um, why? No. <laughs> but despite saying that, I still find it charming. If if much more cliche now than I, I did when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when it first aired, or even you know in college. Um, but the story, there's just so many. Uh, 
I, I really enjoyed this characteristic of the show back then, and I still find that I really enjoy it, which is that it, it makes you think and pay attention. Hmm. Because you can tell that they're not foreshadowing just as a cheap trick mm-hmm. or just in order to build suspense temporarily. You can tell that this is going to be a very involved story that you're going to have to keep track of. Yeah. And that these things that are happening may not seem all that important now, but it's coming. It's like when you don't see the significance of it and it just builds, you're like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I still find that really engaging. So I'm, I definitely give it a gold. Great. Tim. Um, So I wanted to talk more than I did. I'm just realizing because it influences my influences my vote um, (laughs) about the pros and cons of serialization. So I don't feel like this was something where like Carolyn and I, who were fairly new to this, were lost no, no, not completely. So I, I was glad to see that the serial, serialization was not so deep and over important. That it's not like Twin Peaks. It didn't make sense <laughs> if you came in all the middle, which I think is generally not a good idea for TV. It makes a little more sense now that things can be made for binge watching. Mm-hmm. By the time this was, I thought, well, no wonder no one watch this if you wander into episode 20 and you don't know what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like that, and that's good. But, and and so... I'm very admiring and even a little curious about the arc, about mm-hmm. the bigger things uh-huh. going, what they're mm-hmm. leading to, what they're suggesting happens, what it all means. But it really bothers me that it almost feels like the entertainment of an individual episode was sacrificed utterly to that. It was partially sacrificed to budget, mm-hmm. but not entirely. Not everything yeah. that makes it hard for me to enjoy this is about budget. Some of it is maybe thinking a lot about serialization and then thinking mm. not at all about the fact that we're looking at these people interacting every week. Mm-hmm. Or not really interacting, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and storytelling and the dialogue is so super clunky and people are constantly stating their philosophies at each other. Mm. Um, I'm curious enough that I want to see a few more that I would watch some with you. I don't know if I would sit down and say, okay, you know, episode, you know, March would you be willing the- to get through at least season two? Uh, we'll see. Because things the change so much. I know, but, but I know. But things change so much. Can I, you know what, really, what would work for me, maybe? Because this worked for me Jump really well with two? Fringe. Oh, where okay. I didn't really pay yes, attention to season yes. one at all. Right, I just, yeah. just jumped okay. in, and then it when got really interesting got later. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I didn't really feel like I missed too much. No, I think this one. I mean, I'm willing to 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 go through season two uh, on you know on paper at this point because you know <laughs> because I'm you know forewarned about season one, but I know it's but I know it's going to set up a lot what goes on. Mm-hmm. So might as well watch it even if I don't watch it that closely. Oh yeah, um, just so I you know yeah. I can see the story happening yeah. and where it, it, its roots are as opposed to just, you know, yeah. getting in, you know, season two and going, who's this guy? Why do I care? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, my opinion, actually, is that there's, there's about five episodes in season one mm-hmm. that are important to watch in order to understand who the characters are and where the conflicts mm-hmm. are and that sort of thing. Can you write those down for me? Sure. Okay. Are there episodes um, in season one that are just enjoyable, even if they don't? Influence the, anything. Yeah. I would have to go back through the list of episodes <laughs> okay. and see. Yeah. Okay. Se- season one, are there any episodes like season that? One is, season one is a struggle. I mean, like, so like the first episode we watched, uh, um, The Skies Are Filled With Stars, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's a terrible episode. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I started snoring in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, admit, <laughs> I, I admit to a little uh, eyelid drooping myself. It was a bad, yeah. I mean, it's just, a, it's just a bad episode, but it, but it has that one imp- really important plot point. Yes. 
which is unfortunate. As they get past season one, that doesn't happen nearly as often. Hmm. It, it gets much better after that. Okay. So, yeah. so I may well watch a few more and try to get into it again. But I'm rejecting your old v gold definition because oh, I just okay. can't. I just can't call this that's gold. Fine. There's right. too much that's not right with it. And again, some of it's the budget limit, but I don't think all of it was. I think mm. a lot of it was just you know, not amateurishness. Acting. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like even scene transitions were not professional looking. You know, <laughs> just it's just I don't. It just feels like. Not mm. a professional production, and it's not that. I, I want to try more. I want to give it some yeah. more chances, mm-hmm. and I, I do admire that there was, uh, that there were arcs that they thought that much ahead and tried to do that, but with so much lacking at the character and episode entertainment levels, I can't say gold. Okay. So. No, I'm I I kind of understand. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like we should we should all like come back maybe next season and yeah. do like a, a season up. two recap mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see how we feel yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, what What do you guys think would this would how would this work with uh, re- maybe a modern day reboot? I think this oh, is yeah. like the first thing I'm saying. I really think there ought to be one. Yeah. I think this would benefit hugely. I mean, I think so, you know science fiction has come a long way with Battlestar Galactica and Caprica. Hmm. Um, that there are enough writers. Yes. Who are good in that genre. JMS does not get to reboot this by himself. He needs a oh. collaborator. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. He yes. needs someone who can pay attention to the details he's not good at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the trouble with that is I think that might appeal well, to a new audience of yeah. sci-fi viewers, but I think us, you know, those of us who were a huge fan of the show when it came out would probably hate a reboot. Because mm-hmm. they would probably, in the, in the process of doing a better job and of sort of, and also tweaking it to kind of make it their own, <laughs> they'd probably change it just a little too much. I wanted to be a CW purists. reboot with young pretty people. <laughs> um, we need a budget for actors who are actually attractive, <laughs> except for the one who did porn. <laughs> It, it's back, too bad right. we didn't see him in any of these episodes, but the guy who plays Jakar, mm-hmm. who was also on several episodes of Next Generation as different aliens, mm-hmm. uh, he's just really good in, in the makeup. I, I think There's I know what like actor you're talking about. Andrew played a Romulan. Uh, this. He did, plays, did he um, die last year? Yeah, he's yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of... Tumalok. He's, yes. he's Commander Tumalok yes. from Romulan. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But I think a lot... One of the... Uh, people objecting to rebooting this would be that, but he was so great in this. You would get rid of that. I mean, not that you actually are erasing yeah. someone's performance yeah. by doing this, but but it, fine, still give it five seasons, but they're t- only ten episodes yeah. per season. Yeah, yeah. In the modern way, do an a, uh, dragon stuff. Yeah, do a walk. And that would be the challenge. Is they would have to find. Yeah, would have to find people who could live up or exceed the previous characters, and his character yeah. was one of the best. Oh yeah, he did really well. Well, so. I, I think there's, that's quite entirely arc, possible. Quite you just yeah. Hire a decent actor, yes. <laughs> you know. And you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't mind reboots. My only issue with reboots is, is, isn't there something new you could tell me? But well, there's that. Oh, but a well done, yeah. you know, version <coughs> of something that someone has done mm-hmm. before is fine. Think of how many yeah. versions of Pride and Prejudice are out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's like one really great version, and the rest are oh, it's a romance story. So, no, it's not. <laughs> Off topic, I know. Um, <laughs> Off topic. <laughs> but that same thing. I don't, I don't mind reboots. As long as they're better than what I saw before, or tell me, or different, uh, or different, yeah. or different and not bad. Yeah, and, th- and exactly. this world is certainly large enough that there are different aspects of the stories mm-hmm. that they could revisit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of okay with not even recording these as old or gold, but uh, as a we're gonna give it a shot, continue, mm-hmm. and we'll get back to you on that sort of thing. And yeah, we can't ring the bell though. No. Oh, dear. No. 
<laughs> I want to ring the bell. Uh, but anyway, well, we they, can all touch the space cone that's in the middle of our table. Oh, the big white <laughs> space cone. Yes. Oh. There we go. That was fun. <laughs> yes. Off topic. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, well, that was Babylon 5, Season 1. And uh, that's it for this show. I'd like to thank uh, Tim, Justin, thank you, and Carolyn for joining me. Thank you so much. We'll see you next, or we'll hear you. Damn it! (laughs) Don't even do that. And uh, thanks for joining us. Bye! (laughs) Old vs. Gold is a production of Hidden Deadly. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hiddendeadly. We're also on Twitter at Hidden Deadly, where you can send us questions about this podcast with the hashtag OldVGold. Go to OldVGold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. You can also find us on iTunes, where you can subscribe and give us a rating. Thanks for joining us. 